Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Adore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises, declared unto mankind, Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve you with quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open now our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 81. Sing we merrily unto God our strength. Make a cheerful noise unto the God of Jacob. Take the psalm, bring hither the tabret, and merry harp with the loop. Blow up the trumpet in the new moon, even in the time appointed, and upon our solemn feast today. For this was made a statue for Israel, and a law of the God of Jacob. This he ordained in Joseph for testimony when he came out of the land of Egypt and had heard a strange language. I eased his shoulder from the burden, and his hands were delivered from making the pots. Thou calledest upon me in troubles, and I delivered thee, and heard thee what time as the storm fell upon me. I proved thee also as the water of strife. Hear, O my people, and I will assure thee, O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me. There shall no strange God be in thee, neither shall thou worship any other God. I am the Lord thy God, who brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I shall fill it. But my people would not hear my voice, and Israel would not obey me. But I gave them up unto their own heart's lusts, and let them follow their own imagination. Oh, that my people would have hearkened unto me, for if Israel had walked in my ways. I should soon have put down their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. I would have fed them also with the finest wheat flour, and with honey out of the stony rock would I have satisfied them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here begin at the 28th verse of the fourth chapter of the book of Daniel. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of the 12 months, he was walking about the royal palace of Babylon. The king spoke, saying, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was still in the king's mouth, a voice fell from heaven. King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken, the kingdom has departed from you. And they shall drive you from men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make you eat grass like oxen, and seven times shall pass over you, until you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and gives it to whomever he chooses. That very hour the word was fulfilled concerning Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from men and ate grass like oxen. His body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his hair had grown like eagle's feathers and his nail like bird's claws. And at the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my understanding returned to me, and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. He does according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. No one can restrain his hand or say to him, What have you done? At the same time, my reason returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom and my honor and splendor returned to me. My counselors and nobles resorted to me. I was restored to my kingdom, and excellent majesty was added to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all of whose works are truth and his ways justice, and those who walk in pride he is able to put down. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts, hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath pulled from his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 25th verse of the 23rd chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. He wrote a letter in the following manner. Claudius, Lysias, to the most excellent governor Felix, greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them. Coming with the troops, I rescued him, having learned that he was a Roman. And when I wanted to know the reason they accused him, I brought him before their council. I found out that he was accused concerning questions of their law, but had nothing charged against him deserving of death or chains. And when it was told me that the Jews lay in wait for the man, I sent him immediately to you, and also commanded his accusers to state before you the charges against him. Farewell. Then the soldiers, as they were commanded, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipatris. 
The next day they left the horsemen to go on with him and return to the barracks. When they came to Caesarea and had delivered the letter to the governor, they also presented Paul to him. And when the governor had read it, he asked what province he was from, and when he understood that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will hear you when your accusers also have come, and he commanded him to be kept in Herod's praetorium. Now after five days, Ananias, the high priest, came down with the elders and a certain orator named Tertullus. These gave evidence to the governor against Paul. And when he was called upon, Tertullus began his accusations, saying, Seeing that through you we enjoy great peace and prosperity is being brought to this nation by your foresight, we accept it always and in all places, most noble Felix, with all thankfulness. Nevertheless, not to be tedious to you any further, I beg you to hear by your courtesy a few words from us, for we have found this man a plague, a creator of dissension among all the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple, and we seized him and wanted to judge him according to our law. But the commander Lysias came by, and with great violence took him out of our hands, commanding his accusers to come to you. By examining him yourself, you may ascertain all these things of which we accuse him. And the Jews also assented, maintaining that these things were so. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. Mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, that was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord of all power and might, who art the author and giver of all good things. Draft in our hearts the love of thy name. Increase in us true religion. Nourish us with all goodness. And of thy great mercy, keep us in the same. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness with the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. 
Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of the only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, our Old Testament lesson comes from the book of Daniel. And what happens in Daniel is this is a story of the remnant while they are in Babylon. And God, although he does send, uh, as, as we read in the Psalms today, uh, the Psalms suggest that uh, because of uh, Israel's idolatry, uh, God allows them to follow the imagination of their hearts. And I forget which verse that was on, but that was in our psalm reading for today. And uh, verse 13, yeah, I allowed them to follow their own imagination. And essentially, God gives them what they want. You know, you, you don't want to follow me, then okay. You want to follow foreign gods, well, here you go. Here is um, a foreign nation that will take you, and you, you can go and, um, and be present in that country. Um, but there was a remnant of very devout Jews that went um, that went into captivity along with um, the rest of the nation. Daniel was one of those people. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were, were, were another set of those people. And so this book is, is kind of tells about um, the faithful remnant in the in Babylon, the nation that that is that is not at all. Um, one that's centered around God um, or following his laws. And, and so um, we have King Nebuchadnezzar, the guy who, you know, destroyed Jerusalem and has, you know, made a conquest of not just Jerusalem, but, but much of the known world. And so he's, he's kind of sitting high and mighty after all of his uh, foreign conquests and gathering up land and people and bringing uh, the best to Babylon. And, uh, you know, one, one, one thing that we see here is that um, God humbles Nebuchadnezzar. The fact that the remnant is in Babylon reminds me of this story in the Old Testament where the ark was captured by the Philistines. And the ark within the Philistines... Uh, encampment brought a lot of God caused there to be a lot of discomfort there and a lot of calamity to happen to the point where the Philistines were like get rid of this ark and give it back to Israel and King David got the ark back and um, had some trouble getting it to the place he wanted so he gave it to uh, another household uh, named um, Obed-Edom and uh, Obed-Edom took care of the ark. And there's a line that says his house was greatly blessed. And the ark of the covenant, this, this one symbol of God's presence, um, was a curse to one group who did not devoutly follow God and was a blessing to another group that did. And in a similar way, this remnant comes into this foreign nation and, um, and becomes kind of like God's presence in this foreign nation. And a lot of strange things happen in the book of Daniel because of this. And one of them is that Nebuchadnezzar loses his mind for a few years inexplicably. Um, and until he is brought into a place where he can confess that God is, um, 
the God of Israel is the true God and, and makes this good confession that he does at the end of, of our passage, um, he, he goes insane. And, and I like to think that's because the remnant is present in his nation and probably praying for him. And this is the reason why we want to pray for our leaders. Um, you know, we are more and more living in a culture that is less and less Christian. And we um, aren't being geographically removed from our homes, but our homes are looking a lot less Christian than they did a few decades ago. And in some way we are being removed from a nation that was centered on God into a nation that isn't. And, um, you know, our presence in that nation and us praying for that nation can do wonderful things, such as what we read about with King Nebuchadnezzar. Although he may not have thought at the time that this was a wonderful thing, at the end of his experience, he did. And, um, and so this is a reason why we need to pray for our uh, leaders, because you don't know how God may be working with them, and we don't know how God can use them for good. And it's just something that, that, that we also have to realize that God is in control not us, not the leader. And that prayer is what is necessary. Um, is that's, that's what our role is, as the remnant in the nation. Another thing about Nebuchadnezzar's madness is that, um, you know, when we find ourselves not, necess not, not saying that God is going to put us in, in bad or similar circumstances on purpose, but when we find ourselves in difficult circumstances, it, it is beneficial to, to pray to God and ask God how we can grow in that circumstance and, and how God can use that circumstance to teach us, just as he used this to teach Nebuchadnezzar um, to humble him and to bring, bring about a confession that um, for all intents and purposes is unheard of, that a, you know, a sovereign leader of a great nation that just conquered the world would be proclaiming the, the, um, the, all powerfulness of a foreign god um, is, is a very powerful thing that happened. Um, so this is a, a very interesting uh, thing that happened in the book of Daniel, among a bunch of other interesting things that happens in the book of Daniel because of the faithfulness of the remnant. Then we look at um, our New Testament lesson. We have St. Paul has been captured. Um, he will not ever become free again. This is it for him. Um, he does not know that. And um, it's not the first time he's been in prison either. So for, for all he knows, he might become free again. And uh, this one centers on the governor of Felix. So, so in the Old Testament lesson, we had a ruler in Nebuchadnezzar. And in the New Testament lesson, we have another ruler, Felix. And it's interesting to see how the remnant in the Old Testament prayed and the king found a change through the power of God um, because of the prayers of the faithful. We have here um, Felix is being um, the the Jews here, who I would not consider as part of the remnant, are trying to manipulate Felix, um, just like they did with um, Pontius Pilate, saying, "You're no friend of Caesar's. If you let Jesus go, we are friends of Caesar's." And they're kind of trying to use um, some leverage there to kind of twist the governor and the leader to do what they want them to do instead of seeking what God wants them to do and, and praying 
uh, for what God wants. And, and we can see how this does great damage, uh, not only to the church, uh, but they're really also, the, the Jews are becoming real buddy-buddy with the Roman nation, which will come back in less than a generation and wipe them off the map. And so it's a, it's a dangerous thing that, that the Jewish people are playing right now, Jewish leadership is playing right now in the Old Testament lesson, instead of recognizing that there are places to pray and, um, and not to try to manipulate and to coerce the, the leaders into doing uh, something uh, for their own expediency. A couple thoughts on this evening's lessons. Uh, it's Wednesday, so we'll pray the litany for the church and evangelism. You can click the link in the chat bar and read the italicized portion aloud as, as we pray the litany this evening. We offer this litany for the church and evangelism to the glory of God, the prayers and intentions of all those who are present with us. We ask that God would continue to give us a uh, fruitful, long, Eternity season of growth, that we may be drawn closer to and closer to God in our own habits of faithfulness and prayer. That God would continue to bless um, the ministry and mission of the Diocese of the Holy Trinity, and would also open new doors of mission and ministry to us. O God, the Father, Creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sirs do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and to make these thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority then they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear me plead thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted with distress in mind, body, or state. giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endure us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, 
for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scripture and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese and the parishes and communities our diocese is working with. Grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers. Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a great Wednesday. Thanks, Deacon Andrew. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Good evening, everyone. Good evening.